All right. It's one question Friday where we answer one question from one of the listeners. If you want to submit your question, go to mfmpod. Is it .com? mfmpod.com? And click the little microphone to submit your question. This one came in through text message. Somebody said, hey, uh, hey, dude, I'm giving a my first talk at a conference. I got invited to speak at this conference. I'm giving my first talk. Uh, I'm excited about it, but a little bit nervous. Like He's like, I know it's going to be fine, but I just don't want it to be lame. He's like, you and Sam are really good at doing these kind of public speaking things. You know, what's the trick? You know, what do I do to make this good? Uh, what do I do to make this not just the same old, same old? So I thought we could give maybe our take on what we do to make public speaking fun slash interesting. Um, what do you got? Well, I would say first, public speaking is a skill. So a lot of people think, well, I speak all the time and I speak in public. Therefore, I'm probably going to be decent at public speaking. That doesn't really work that way. So public speaking, some people are talented and they are just better. Gary Vaynerchuk's like that. I think he's just better than everyone else. Um, but for most people, it's a skill. So I highly recommend like reading a book on it or like Googling like how to be better at this. It's a skill set. And so there are tricks. I don't think that this is like the best time for us just to say like all, all the tactics are, but a few of them are just like on storytelling. And it's very similar to stand-up comedy, which again, some people are just born better. But a lot of people, you just have to learn and try and so buy a book on it. And, and I think that's actually the, the easiest first step. Is there a book you'd recommend on it or just not on the top of your head? Yeah, I think what's the one that you and I were reading on storytelling uh, by the guy who like won all the muse come story worthy, I think. Is the yeah, I think story worthy was awesome that I had a bunch of takeaways from that and then speak like a TED talk or something like that. It's called like the TED talker, TED talk speakers guide or something like that. That's quite good. But the story worthy, I actually thought was pretty phenomenal. So I'm going to tell you what I told him. I said, um, uh, and by the way, he had also said, he's like, I want to bring that showmanship that you guys talked about. So they think he was picking up on, on what we, we talked about. So I said, all right, three things. I said, number one, um, be in peak state. It's very easy to, when you're nervous to go kind of like inward. You're kind of low energy. Your mouth's a little dry. Your shoulders hunched over. Um, like fundamentally, as soon as you walk out there, people are going to read your body language. They're going to read your energy. And they'll start to respond to it. When somebody comes out and they're electric, you can feel that they're excited, that they got a, like a bounce in their step. You're paying attention because you want to know what they're all about. I said, so just make sure before you go out there, do some push-ups, go run a wind sprint, do some jumping jacks, do whatever you got to do physically to literally just get blood flowing and be in a like more uh, like high performance state. I said, think about it. An athlete doesn't go on the field until they are warmed up, until they're ready. A singer or a dancer or a performer they're not going to go on the stage until they're warmed up and they, they're feeling loose and warm. It's the same thing if you're going to go talk. You want to feel loose and warm, both in your voice, but also your body. So that's the first thing. Just do the physical. Get the physical part right. The second is, remember, this is the, this is the first of many. You'll do this 500 more times. So this might feel like a big deal now, but a year from now, this will be an afterthought. You'll just, you won't even really remember how it went. Um, just treat it as a practice rep. One of 500 times you're going to do this. It's a chance to experiment with some things that'll depressurize this moment for you. And it'll teach you to remember that like, this is just, it, like you said, it's a skill. You got to get good at it to get good at any skill. You need practice reps. I said, the last one, I said, storytelling. I said, have a back pocket story, right? So what's a back pocket story? It's like you started the podcast, uh, that we just recorded with the, um, dude, I got to tell you this funny story on, you know, there's something that happened to me today before we do this, I was walking through the park and these nannies were getting attacked by this guy. And I'm in there in my fanny pack and me and the fanny and the nannies, we all fought these guys off. Basically it's like this funny story and it doesn't need to be a hilarious extreme story like that. It could be anything. It could be like, let's say you're at a conference. Um, you might be like, 
I, you know, before we start, I just talked to this guy in the back and he asked me a really interesting question. I want to ask you guys this too, because I honestly, I think we might be really split on how we answer this question already. You really want to know what, what it is. And I've taken control of the scenario and I've made it already an interesting talk before we jump in and say, hi, my name is this. I'm from this. And today I'm not here to talk to you about blah, blah, blah. Um, so have a, have a story in your back pocket. It could be fun, interesting, controversial, whatever, something that's going to, going to get them. Hey, let's take a quick break to tell you about our sponsor. You know, finding a service solution that keeps your customers happy can feel impossible. Like trying to remember the name of that guy you literally just met at that networking event and HubSpot service hub can help. So with the service solution part, at least it makes it easy. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform. With an AI-powered help desk and a chatbot to handle your frontline tickets so you could scale support and drive retention and revenue. Visit HubSpot.com slash service to learn more. And the trick is, I said, just it, you need to be excited by it. If you're excited by it, they'll be excited by it. Remember the um, the lesson that, what's her name? Miss Excel, that like woman who's, she basically teaches you how to use, use Excel better, but somehow that's like going viral on TikTok. And why is something as boring as Excel tricks? going viral on TikTok. Um, one of the reasons is she like comes out with this crazy energy. She seems really excited by this stuff and it's just enjoyable to watch her do it. Even if you're not even going to use Excel that day, it's just enjoyable to watch somebody do that. And she says this in her interview, she goes, content is the transfer of emotion. I got to get myself into the emotion of being excited about something. If I ever want you to be excited by it, I have to get myself to be fascinated by something. If I want you to be fascinated by it. And she's like, I just get myself into that state. Then I run to the phone, click record, and I start to start to do my thing. And it's like, that's actually what it is. Content is the transference of emotion. And so what most people try to do is they think about what they're going to say, which is yeah. intellectual. That shit's words. People don't remember the words that you said. Um, they will remember if you had some emotion and some energy behind you. And they'll, they'll remember the vibe. They'll remember how you made them feel. And they'll take away just a few nuggets out of what you said. Most of what you said, 90% of what you say will go in one ear and out the other. Our software is the worst. Have you heard of HubSpot? See, most CRMs are a cobbled together mess. But HubSpot is easy to adopt and actually looks gorgeous. I think I love our new CRM. Our software is the best. HubSpot. Grow better. And that's a, a thing I was I, I tell people all the time. I told you this when you were early on when I was uh, maybe six months ahead of you in terms of content. You're like, I want how do I write these articles? And I was like, it's not really about what you want to teach. It's about what you want to make someone feel. And oftentimes when people give presentations, they think, well, I'm talking about this like I'm talking about like mosquitoes and how they like cause malaria in Africa. And this is like a really serious thing. It's like, yeah, it could be serious, but you need to weave in some stories and you need to do some crazy shit. And it's no different than a comedy show or a play where you capture attention. Yes, you're doing it about something important and isn't just entertainment, but you have to weave that in there. One of my favorite tricks I've saw is when I, they brought up malaria is when Steve, uh, Bill Gates or someone let uh, talked about uh, malaria and mosquitoes. And he goes, I want to show you why this is an important deal. And he opens up this jar and mosquitoes fly out all <laughs> over the place. He goes, I'm going to tell you about how many people die from malaria, which comes from mosquitoes just like this. And like, so people <laughs> like are like, you know, that's showmanship. And so it's the yeah. same way with any talk you're doing. You don't have to do something that extreme, but it starts with the story. It starts with an emotion. And then I would say the last thing is you have to treat people, your audience, regardless if they're smart, you kind of got to treat them dumb. Meaning a lot of people, what they do is they put way too much emphasis on the slides. And in my opinion, most talks should be able to be like at least a B level without any slide. The slide maybe makes it 
go from a nine to a 10, but the slides to me, um, it's kind of like when you are in, when you're in a band, it's about how do I make this song great? It's not, how do I make this one little guitar solo? Awesome. It's like, no dude, the guitar solo exists to make the song great. The song doesn't exist to make that solo. Awesome. It's the other way around. Right. And so it's about my, my, it's, it's about my performance. And it just so happens that this PowerPoint is just one piece of that. And I need to treat people stupid and assume that they're not going to read this small text. And it's up to me to use my words, and my body language in order to make them feel something. And the, 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 the slides are just an extra added effect. That's right. Uh, all right. I think that's great. There's a ton more. I, be, I feel like we could probably, like, there's probably 10 more things, but really the reality is you don't need to know all the things. If you just did the things we talked about, right, which is basically, you know, show up with energy, have some sh showmanship through either a little magic trick or a story or something like that and treat it like practice because you're going to you're going to need to do this 100 times before you're you're any good at it. Um, if you just internalize those three, you're going to be you know ahead of ahead of the curve. You'll be ahead of, you know, 80, 90 percent of people practice. We're talking, We're talking about, about practice, practice? <laughs> <laughs> not not the game. <laughs> We're talking about practice. Yeah. We're talking about practice. <laughs> <laughs>